0: Welcome back to the High to bet's Daily Pick Show. Here for Tuesday, December fifth, back with some more college basketball action here for tonight. A pretty strong slate of games on tap here for Tuesday night. So we'll jump into all of that here in a second. Quickly before we do, though, looking back to Monday's night's card, not a huge slate. Only had two games: San Jose State moneyline, um, as well as Arkansas minus twelve against Furman. So um, still haven't seen the tip of those games yet. A couple of later ones there for Monday night. So. Um, As always, check the YouTube community tab, the link down below to see the results for both of those. And if you haven't already subscribed over on Dub Club, go get subscribed. Take advantage of all the benefits over there. You can watch all of the YouTube uploads early and ad free, as well as you get Dub Club notifications every single time that I post my plays, access to the Discord server, and of course, my recommended unit size for all of my picks. So, if you haven't already signed up, use code Chris3 at checkout to get your first three months for the price of one only $19.99 when you sign up today. And as always, I truly appreciate all you guys who have signed up. Without you, none of this would be possible. So, thank you all so much and let's jump into tuesday's show now we head to cincinnati to the centos center for this first game delaware takes on xavier for delaware coming to this game is the 250th overall team in the Heights of the Power king xavier is the 36th overall team on the offensive side of things, Xavier gets the advantage in this game. 68th overall, Delaware, the 227th overall team. An even bigger edge defensively for Xavier in this one. 27th overall, Delaware, the 249th overall team here entering this game. And obviously for Xavier has been maybe some rocky performances here to start the season. Obviously the 4-4 four and four record isn't the greatest. I mean their best win being over St. Mary's isn't exactly an impressive win um but they have in fairness to them had a pretty tough strength of schedule i mean obviously having to play purdue on the road is not going to be an easy spot um do end up losing that game by 12 certainly would have loved to see them be a little bit more competitive but i think they did cover in that one i don't remember exactly what the spread was there but um i think it was right around there if i recall correctly and as far as their last game against houston you know a six-point loss to houston at home is certainly not a terrible loss for this Xavier team now the oakland loss is hard to rationalize, even though it was by two points. But it is a Xavier team that, especially on the defensive side of the things, has been very, very strong this season. I mean, obviously 27th overall in the rankings, but their shot defense has been remarkable this season. Only giving up a 42.9 effective field goal percentage on the year and only allowing 27.7% from beyond the arc. Really, the, the struggles for Xavier have come more offensively. Got to do a better job shooting the ball, especially from the perimeter. They're only hitting 30.8% from beyond the arc. But again, have played a fairly tough strength of schedule. And it's not like Delaware has anything to write home about either. I mean, in their three toughest games, they came away with losses – um, on a three game losing streak that is coming into this game UNC Greensboro George Washington Ohio um, you know competitive enough in a couple of those games especially that Ohio loss on Saturday lost that game by one point on the road uh, but overall it's a Delaware team that you know hasn't really shown up um, in any of their bigger games now offensively compared to the leads of the opponents they play they've done a decent job shooting the basketball a 50.7 effective field goal percentage 33.6% from beyond the arc they're decent on defense as well only given up 30.8 percent from three and a 48.9 effective field goal percentage overall um but again it's hard to judge them comparatively straight up to xavier um, just based on the strength of schedule they played. But one thing that I think Xavier is definitely going to have the advantage here is obviously the defense, um, but they also just play a faster style of basketball. Well, Delaware likes to slow it down a little bit more. They're not, you know, a super slow team, probably more middle of the road, but Xavier certainly um, likes to push tempo, get up and down the court, run and transition, certainly. And as far as the model goes here for this one, does really love Xavier at the Centas Center, 83.87 points for them. Delaware at 63.52, a 20.34 spread in Xavier's favor here entering this game. And as far as the odds go for this one, we opened at 12. We got 12 and a half out there for Delaware. If that's the side you're looking at, but the best for Xavier currently um, still sitting at minus 12, a 14.39% edge towards Xavier here entering this game. And truly, if that defense can show up, I think it's a Xavier team, um, you know, that is really going to be hungry for a win, especially yes after that loss to Houston on Friday, um, but more that loss to Oakland last week. I think Xavier shows up big in this game, taking them minus 12. Against Delaware. Now we head to Manhattan, Kansas here for this next game as Villanova takes on Kansas State for Villanova coming to this game is the 58th overall team in the heights of power ranking. Kansas State is the 31st overall team on the offensive side of thing. Villanova gets the advantage in this one. 18th overall Kansas State, the 89th overall team, uh, but it does flip defensively. Villanova, 109th overall coming into this game. Kansas State, the 16th overall team here in this one. And overall, these are two teams who have both sort of struggled to find their identities here this season is, I think, the best way to describe them. Even for Kansas State, obviously only two losses on the season, that opener against USC, um, you know, in Miami on the neutral court. But they've played a lot of close games, obviously, going to overtime three times this year. And, yeah, well, the Providence overtime win is a good one. Not exactly, you know, the best look going to overtime against Oral Roberts, going to overtime against North Alabama at home in their last game, a one-point win over them. Um, They're in that one, but you know, a win's a win. And certainly you play to your level of competition sometimes, um, but we are going to want to see more out of this Kansas state team, certainly here as the season goes on. Um, But the same can be said about Villanova. I mean, yeah, Villanova has had some success this season, obviously, you know, Texas tech, Memphis, North Carolina, Maryland, all very impressive wins, but they just can't beat those Philly five teams lost to Penn, lost to St. Joseph's lost to Drexel, um, Not exactly what Villanova wanted coming into this year. And and certainly it was a Villanova team that I had some high hopes for. Um, But, you know, Kyle Neptune um, obviously hasn't got them completely going in the right direction just yet. Now, Villanova, on the one hand, though, remains one of the best free throw shooting teams in the country, which is something that I always loved about them, hitting 82.4% run beyond the arc but overall as a shooting team this season haven't been the best a 49.8 effective field goal percentage 31.8 percent from beyond the arc but truly the struggles of villanova and this team have come more on the defensive end of the court have not had the greatest shot defense in the world here this year and it is sort of the opposite for kansas state defense has played fairly well um they have you know struggled at times to shoot the ball well but one thing they do do well offensively is the rebounds Um, you know, seventh best offensively here rebounding this season. And overall for this game, um, I think it's going to be, you know, a fairly competitive one here from Manhattan. As far as the model goes, does like K-State at home, 76.8 points for them. Villanova at 69.47, a 7.33 spread in Kansas State's favor here entering this game. And as far as the odds go for this one, um, K-State opened as the short favorite, minus one, currently sitting at plus one, depending where you look. Odds oh, sort of all over the place for this one, but the best for Kansas State um, is that money line, plus 105. Um, here is what we're looking at, a 19.57% edge on the K-State money line here entering this game. And yeah, K-State has obviously struggled here in these last few games, played some close ones um, that should not have been nearly as close, but Villanova has a couple of losses that we can you know, kind of put in that same category. And I think with these two teams going up against each other here in this one, I think it'll be a fairly close game, but I think at home, um, K-State has the advantage here, taking them as the short dog, or rather on the money line in this one, plus 105 to get the win against Villanova. Now for this next game, we got Stetson taking on Charlotte for Stetson. Coming to this game is the 214th overall team in the Hatsubit Power Ranking. Charlotte is the 113th overall team. Offensively, Charlotte with the slight edge in this game, 178th overall, while Stetson the 222nd overall team entering this one. Um, defensively, though, Charlotte gets the bigger advantage, 77th overall, Stetson the 213th overall team here coming into this game. And as far as this Charlotte team has gone this season... Yeah, their offense has struggled a little bit at times to shoot the basketball, but their defense has been very, very impressive, only giving up a 46.3 effective field goal percentage, hitting or only allowing 31.5% from beyond the arc overall have been strong on that into the court and in overall have done a good job staying competitive in some of these games it's a team that certainly likes to slow it down have been in some low scoring contests certainly here this season you know their best win coming against george mason and their losses haven't been terrible obviously a four point loss to davidson in their last one an overtime loss against ucf um you know loss to liberty as well a pretty decent resume to have as far as losses go here at this point in the season so not a ton to worry about in my opinion for this charlotte team even if you know they don't have the most impressive record um from afar i do think on the other hand there is some areas of concern with this stetson team now they do have a win over ucf a common opponent between these two teams so definitely something worth mentioning but it's also a Stetson team that comes into this game following a loss to Chicago State, and they didn't just lose to Chicago State; they lost seventy-seven to fifty-four. I mean, it was a very, very disappointing game um, for them in that one. I mean, their other two losses against UNLV in Houston maybe not as bad. But it's a defense for Stetson that has just been absolutely atrocious. I mean, their shot defense hasn't been the worst in the world, but they do a horrible job forcing turnovers. They do a horrible job rebounding the ball um, on the end of the court. And I think on the road here against Charlotte in this game, we could see some of those more struggles coming out of this Stetson squad. And as far as the model goes for this one, likes Charlotte at home, 71.89 points for them. Stetson at 60.03, an 11.85 spread in Charlotte's favor here entering this game. As far as the sports books have it, we opened a seven and a half, currently still sit at seven and a half towards Charlotte Stetson out there floating at plus eight and a half. So um, if that's the side you like definitely a decent number there. But edge towards Charlotte here coming into this game. Um, And, you know, really with how Stetson's defense has looked this season, I think they're very much going to struggle on the road against Charlotte here in this game. And I just like what I've seen out of Charlotte. I think they're a very, very competitive team, um, and they play in some close games and and really uh, have played above probably where, um, you know, they fall in the grand scheme of things this season. I'm taking Charlotte minus seven and a half here against Stetson and we head to upstate new york for this next one cornell takes on syracuse for cornell come into this game as the 209th overall team in the hot tub power ranking syracuse is the 49th overall team on the offensive side of things syracuse does get the advantage here in this game 95th overall while cornell the 202nd overall team syracuse also getting the edge defensively 35th overall uh cornell the 214th overall team coming into this game and, you know, these are two teams that when you just look at the record and you just look at the opponents, it's easy to judge this Cornell team, um, you know, better than they are and then judge the Syracuse team probably worse than they are. I mean, for Cornell, their only loss on the season came against George Mason have really looked very impressive outside of that. I mean, it's an Ivy League as a whole that has looked very impressive, but certainly this Cornell team um, is up there near the top. But when you really start to break down their games, you know, Fordham, Utah Valley being their best pair of wins, how great is it really? Now, yes, Cornell has been great on the offensive side of things, shooting a 57.6 effective field goal percentage on the year, um, but their defense has definitely left some areas of concern. Um, you know, their turnovers have not been great either, and, and really, you know, when I start to break down Cornell more, um, I do find some areas that I just don't love, and I know I keep fading the Ivy League, but, you know, I just don't love them in this situation. And that's not to say that Syracuse isn't without some problems. Obviously, um, you know, the first year without Beheim hasn't exactly been the smoothest but it hasn't been horrible yeah they got three losses on the season tennessee gonzaga virginia and while you know in past you would want syracuse to at least have a couple of wins in some of those games and probably have played a little more competitive you know lost all those points or all those games by double digits It's not the worst, you know, look in the world, considering how highly ranked those teams are, um, you know, from the schedule. Do have a decent win over LSU, a decent win over Colgate. And while Syracuse hasn't necessarily shot the ball great this season, a 46.4 effective field goal percentage, 29.3% from beyond the arc. They have been a decent team on the defensive end of the court and have really dominated in the turnover department here this season. And certainly an area where I think they could come out and have some success here in this game. And really, yeah, it's not going to be an easy one for Syracuse here in this one, but as far as the model goes, does really like them at home. 83.43 points for them. Cornell is 66.44, a 16.99 spread in Syracuse's favor here entering this game, um, which makes it one of the biggest edges on today's card as far as the odds go for this one. Syracuse minus three is where we opened currently still sit their best towards Syracuse. There's a three and a half floating out there for Cornell, but a 32.59% edge towards Syracuse here entering this game. And yeah, Syracuse is certainly, you know, not the the national championship contender that we have seen, um, you know, out of this team of years past, but. Despite how well Cornell has looked this season, Syracuse has played a very, very tough resume. And Syracuse remains very good on the defensive in the court. They don't have a terrible offense. And I think, you know, back at home here in this game, after a couple of tough games, some really a, a tough strength of, or a tough stretch of their schedule, um, you know, over the last few weeks, I think it's a Cornell team that they absolutely should be. And I think only making them three-point favorites in this game is just not enough. I'm taking Syracuse minus three here against Cornell now we head to idaho for this last game as north texas takes on boise state for north texas coming to this game is the 67th overall team in the hot to the power and king boise state is the 131st overall team On the offensive side of things, North Texas gets the slight edge in this game, 105th overall with Boise State, the 127th overall team, um, an even bigger edge for North Texas defensively, 57th overall, Boise State, the 134th overall team here entering this game. Um, And really, you know, two teams who tried to to make a name for themselves in the mid-major ranks, probably not necessarily mid-major teams. this point depends where you throw your classification at but the mountain west the american obviously two conferences who have been on the rise for a bit now and two teams who have had you know some strong performances i mean for boise state has played a hell of a tough non-conference schedule. It's crazy to say that Boise State is probably going to end up with a non-conference resume that is probably better than the Mountain West as a whole. Don't have, as of yet, have not played any cupcakes on the schedule for sure. Wins over San Francisco, VCU, and St. Mary's, you know, are are a decent resume there. A loss to Clemson, a loss to Virginia Tech, a loss to Butler. Granted, they didn't look the greatest in any of those losses, but it's a Boise State team that you got to give credit for the teams they have scheduled here thus far this season. and the same, to a certain extent, could be said about North Texas. Now, granted, North Texas doesn't have a great win yet, their best one being opening day um, against Northern Iowa. But a close one-point loss to St. John's um, on the neutral court, a close you know four-point loss to LSU as well. So it's a North Texas team that has obviously still been competitive and do come off the NIT run from a season ago. And it's a North Texas team that I do really like, especially on that defensive side of the court, is what made them a great team last year. So it's what continues to make them a great team this year. Um, their shot defense has been excellent, only giving up a 44.6 effective field goal percentage, as well as 29.3% from beyond the arc. Not to mention, they've done a great job shooting the basketball, a 52.9 effective field goal percentage, hitting 39% from beyond the arc, the third best free throw shooting team in the entire country, hitting 81.6% from the charity strike. And they play one of the slowest styles of basketball you're going to see these days. 360 slowest tempo here coming into this game. And on the other hand, four boys these you know, have obviously had some good defenses as well these past few seasons. Um, but not as much here this season as maybe we have seen Um, You know, over the past few years have been decent in their shot defense department have been a decent shooting team as well. But you know that very tough strength of schedule brings some of these Boise State numbers down only a 46.8 effective field percentage only hitting 31% from beyond the arc, but it's still a Boise State team. Um, that is very very good as far as the model goes though does get this slight lean towards north texas on the road in this game 68.28 points for them boise state at 67.8 a 0.48 spread in north texas's favor here entering this game not a very big one here at all for that game and as far as the odds go for this one a bit of an interesting move early on here i'm not exactly sure why it's moving like it is but um they opened at three quickly moved up four and a half the best number for boise state at the moment but there are a couple of Five and a half starting to float out there. Not great juice on it at the moment. Minus 115, the best you're going to get on North Texas, plus five and a half. But, um, you know, still the, the best bet on that side. At the moment, a 10.07% edge towards North Texas, plus five and a half, uh, even at that 115 number. And yeah, it's a Boise State team that has haunted me in the past years for sure. But North Texas is still so, so good on the defensive side of things. They shoot the ball so extremely well. They play a slow style of basketball. They shoot free throws well. Really everything I love about college basketball, this North Texas team does well. Um, and I think they come into Boise here and they keep this game competitive. I think they keep it close. Taking North Texas plus five and a half here against Boise State. Now that'll do it here for Tuesday's college basketball show. And if you want to see more sports betting action for everything going on today, head over to hot Take a look at all of the picks up on the website. Obviously got matchups for all of the college basketball games going on today. College football, NFL as well. The NBA, NHL, UFC, horse racing picks. Um, going up on the website there as well. So make sure you go take a look at all of that. Also, follow the social links down below Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter to stay up to date with everything that's going on over there, as well as for watching here on YouTube. Hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future uploads. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on here for today's card. And thank you so much for watching today's video. I will see you guys tomorrow.